With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Phillips Levin of the 1012 Podcast here. If you've been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I. Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I am your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday for what is our... Man, there's only two picks pods left of this football season. The football season is almost over. Oh my... And for some teams, it is. Like, I, I don't, I've been so caught up in Oklahoma State and just everything's been going on and basketball season started and it's been so wild and crazy. And man, I just realized like, ugh, what happened to the season? What happened to the football season? Where did it go? It's already almost gone. Uh, for some, it's over, and I'm sure for those for which it's over, you are all uh, very happy to see it end and ready to move on to something else, uh, like basketball or anything other than the football season that you had to witness. Uh, but I, I've got some really fun news. we got a lot to get to today. Chris will be joining us here in a little bit for picks. We'll wait for him to get here and uh, to recap last week. we got a few things to get to before we get today's picks. Uh, first off, so I was on Twitter on uh, Monday, and I Man, I don't. I've I've been on a high since Saturday for that. I'm not even sure I can see straight still. Um, and teased that we had some big news coming uh, this week on Tuesday, and then on on Monday evening, I was like, "Well, it's actually going to be next Monday." So just kidding. Well, I lied again. It's actually today. Uh, as you all know, who've been listening to this podcast for a while, or if you don't, Ten Twelve Podcast is the mothership of the Ten Twelve Network. We are a a podcast network dedicated to the Big Twelve Conference. Uh, the goal when we launched this thing the, this summer was that we would eventually add a show for each of the schools in the conference. Uh, we've got eight shows total right now, including ourselves. We have a, a men's women's basketball podcast called Midwest Madness, but then we have six school-specific shows so far. <coughs> we have Rock Chalk Podcast for Kansas. We have Raspy Voice Kids for West Virginia. We have Fire the Cannon 
for Texas. We have feels like 45 for Oklahoma State. And we have between two bears for Baylor. And we have Funky Frog Pod for TCU. So we got six shows. We're going to get to the, the whole list. And eventually that will include the new schools that will be joining the conference. But I'm, I'm pumped. I am thrilled. I am excited. Because, you know, I, I like starting shows from scratch, but I also like to bring in a few established shows. And, and when it came to Texas Tech, there's one show that I have had circled, earmarked, like darts thrown. There was one show I really wanted, but they were taken. They were part of another network. Like right before we launched ours, well, uh, after some like poking and prodding and uh, and just everything we could, I am thrilled to officially announce that we have a Texas Tech podcast joining the Ten Twelve Network, and I am pumped to have one of the hosts of that show, Albie Shore of Tortillas and Takes, joining us here. Albie, welcome back to the show, man, and welcome officially as part of the Ten Twelve Network. What's up, Philip? Yeah, you've low-key low been planting seeds for like the last six months <laughs> of, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, this, we still we need a tech pod, you know, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, man, we're excited. We're so excited over at Tortillas and Takes to be joining the 1012 Network, and we're, you know, we are already real friends with almost every single pod we've had on there. There's great pods on the network, so we're, we're pumped. We're excited to join the team. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm dead serious when I say it. there was one Texas Tech podcast I wanted. It was you guys. Um, this week just keeps it just keeps getting better and better for me. I don't I don't I don't know. Like I got OSU win. I get to watch Bedlam victory. I got a Texas Tech it's only, joining. It's only down from here. Let me tell you. Nah, man. It's nah, this we are gonna we are gonna skyrocket to the end of the year and then we'll crash in 2022. But for right now, we're on the way up. This elevator's only got one direction yeah. to go. That's and what straight up. That's what we all. That's what all tech fans thought. No way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing. Since you're here, you know, not just to introduce the show and, and do me a favor, real quick. Like, just kind of let everybody know about about tortillas and takes in case they haven't heard the show before. Uh, don't follow Texas Tech podcasts. Like, just tell us a little bit about about what your show is. Yeah, so tortillas and takes, we're all Texas Tech all the time. So we try to cover as much of Texas Tech as we can. Uh, football, men's basketball, women's basketball, um, baseball. Hey, we're, we're, we're working on baseball, all right? <laughs> we're not the most – the four of us aren't the most well-versed in baseball, but we're working on it. We also get a lot of guests. We just dropped a pod with Lawrence Odiase, who was on the Texas Tech National Championship game team. Um, we've, we've had Adonis Arms who's on the, who's on the current basketball team as well. We just, you know, we get good guests on there. We have fun. We have a lot of fun. Uh, the four of us that are on the pod is me, myself, I'll be sure. We have Jeremy Gillen, who's been my co-host and my ride or die for, for some time now. Um, Dylan Smythe, who's also been our producer behind the scenes is also on the pod. And also, uh, Kenzie Garcia, who's our, all the graphics. If you follow us on Instagram, you will, it's amazing the things that she can do. She by herself is a full media team. She's fantastic. So now it's a lot of fun. Even if you are, if you are a tech fan, you already know, you already know what it is when it comes to we're real. We're going to give it to us straight. If you're not a tech fan, come and laugh at us because we're, we're going to be real with how this whole game plays out. And Philip listened to the Oklahoma state pod. We spent that preview. We spent a whole hour talking about how we were going to get whooped by Oklahoma state's defense. Guess what happened? We got whooped by Oklahoma state's defense. So, and then the recap pod, we talked about how we got whooped again by Oklahoma state's defense. Right. So it's a good time. I, I, the reality is I really just brought you guys on so that I could steal Kenzie to do graphics for the network. Cause our Instagram is uh, on the struggle bus. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, all right. Before we get to picks, we gotta, we gotta wrap something up here before the season back this summer, 
our good friend Daniel Alexander was on the show. We were talking betting. And we did the uh, over-unders season totals uh, for the Big 12. And if you haven't listened to the show before, if you've missed this, we've mentioned it a few times, we've talked about it. We had what became the Tech Bet, uh, where Texas Tech's season total number was four and a half. And Daniel was like, there's no way this over hits. It's not going to happen. It's not possible. I will donate money uh, to a nonprofit if it happens. Well, of course, I clipped that and put it on Twitter because I am, you know, I, I am in marketing. I know I know how to how to get to the people going. Uh, and, and Albie... And the Tortillas and Takes podcast and Daniel kind of had a nice fun back and forth. And the tech bet grew uh, to become a $500 bet for Daniel if Texas Tech hit the over. And the, and then Albion then were going to make a, a donation if Tech did not hit the over. Well, guess what? The over hit. Texas Tech got six wins. They're going to a bowl game. Uh, <laughs> we can call it a win or a loss. I don't know. They got a new head, is, got a new head a coach. Of, hey, critical of Texas Tech football for the last half decade. All right, we, we take it. Uh, but we got to wrap this bet up here. Um, so, so Daniel, I know you kind of have some thoughts on the Texas Tech season and, and kind of what happened. Uh, but it it did. I was with you on that episode. I did not think that hit the over. And, and here we sit. They are going bowling. Hey, look, uh, you got to give all the credit in the world. You know, look, regardless of how, uh, you know, uh, coach got ousted midseason. Still looking for some staff. Hey, they were only projected to win four and a half games and they won six games uh, in, in some ways it wasn't that bad of a season for texas tech i'm surprised they won as many games as they did i'll admit uh when they came back against houston that literally week one it's I, houston was up i can't remember at halftime was it 17 nothing something like that it was, was 21 7 at halftime but they were up 14 nothing like five minutes right out the gates right yeah. look when they came back i was like okay right away my number's in trouble Cause that was a game uh, you know, that I had them losing. So it's like, this is going to be an uphill battle for me. And all the credit goes to them. I was wrong. Texas tech fans, anyone against me, the team, they performed. And uh, I'm very happy to make $500 of donations to uh, wherever the guys would like me to send it to. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, honestly, once tech beat Houston, it was kind of the bet was I felt I felt comfortable about the bet because at that point, then Tech has to have the worst season they've had in like thirty plus years in the conference season. They've, I don't think they've. I looked it up once. They've never lost or they've never won less than two conference games in over thirty years. So they would have to have like a a historically bad season after the Houston loss. Uh, after after the Houston win, I mean. So that's that's after that game, I was like, all right, you know, I can sit back. I'm pretty pretty comfortable now. Mind you, I will. I ain't gonna lie to you. We got beat by five touchdowns in Texas. I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't put a basket. Who knows what they're gonna do? But um, no, I mean the team was. I I think that one of the reasons why I think Wells got ousted because the same thing I was saying on the pod originally is the team was legitimately talented. Like there was talent on the team, but it's just that you know we didn't trust. And we, we talked about it on the pod that you, you could not trust Wells to actually put it together. You couldn't trust Wells to actually put the pieces in place. And then it didn't help that half the team got hurt, you know, halfway through the season. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like I was a little nervous during that time, but you know, we got there. All right. So where am I? Uh, let's see. I'll settle this up here in the next few days. Let's announce it. Tell me who's, who's going to get some of these and uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take some screenshots yeah. and get it out. We'll make it legit. Let's do it. So I am my, the charity that I, I'm going to have half of the money going to is team Luke hope for mines. 
that is a local charity. It's a very popular charity in Lubbock. Um, that is is their the mission is basically dealing with um, uh, donations to people with cancer um, and and uh, uh, children living with brain injuries, living with uh, in, in, uh, I'm totally blanking right now, but children living with, with brain injuries out in Lubbock. Um, and it's, it's a really important charity for the football team, for the Texas Tech community. It'll, it'll be a really good one. That's, that's mine, the one that I have going to. And then the other one that Jeremy Gillen, my other has going, is Lubbock Impact. Uh, Lubbock Impact is, is an important free clinic out in Lubbock. Um, and uh, it's actually one that I believe Jeremy volunteers at as well. So, so that'll, be a, that'll be a good time. Wonderful, man. Hey, I'll, uh, in the next, like I said, the next day or two here, I'll get $250 out to each. And then if you don't mind... Can you maybe, uh, uh, once we wrap up the pod here the next day, can you DM me uh, like the exact, like both of the websites uh, for exactly where these donations should go? I mean, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I enjoyed yes. rooting against Texas Tech <laughs> all season long. Um, it's like, I had this, you know, I had this great season long bet that even if I lost, it's like, hey, that's still cool that some groups are going to win in the, in the community. So I, I really enjoyed this. To be fair, rooting against Tech is, is a lot of people's favorite pastimes, including <laughs> Texas Tech fans. So it's, I, I, it's rooting game. again. I mean, that would require enough people to care about Texas Tech to want to root against. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. You know, I, I mean, you know, so, you know who does care very much about Texas Tech? Gary Patterson. I guarantee you that Gary Patterson would against <laughs> Texas Tech every chance he gets. <laughs> so, yes, he does. Uh, well, not anymore because now he's not. He's not a DCU. Okay. Um, well, this is awesome. Uh, Daniel, I actually just DM'd you the links to both websites so we can get that set up. We will get that. Uh, Daniel, get those receipts, literal, out on Twitter, and we'll get them shared out, and uh, we'll get this wrapped up. This has been a lot of fun. I look forward to whatever bet and wager Daniel decides to make uh, next summer. Yes, I'm writing checks that he's now going to have to cash, but welcome to how uh, this network works. It'll be great, uh, man. Uh, again, I am pumped to have you guys as part of the network. I am pumped to have a Texas Tech show. You guys are an amazing and fantastic addition to the 1012 network. I could not think of a better Texas Tech show to have in our arsenal here. Up to nine. Uh, fun tease. We will, we've got, we got one more in the bank. And, and you'll find out about it in the next month or so. Uh, so get it, start getting excited. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Uh, but I am thrilled. Uh, another have another really good established show coming in. So, Alvi, welcome, guys. I, I cannot wait to have you uh, hop back on the show with you. I can't wait to have you and your uh, your co-hosts on here as well. We're gonna get get everybody through here, man. We're just gonna do a car wash. We're gonna do some like holiday car wash. We're just gonna get everybody <laughs> to get it all uh, big old like thirty Zoom screen like Christmas party going. That's what we're gonna do. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, Alvi. So your, again, your cheer going. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, you do you. You do you. Uh, all right, guys. Albie, appreciate it, man. Uh, enjoy your night and uh, welcome, bud. Albie, congrats. Thanks a lot for having me. Congrats. Yes, Thanks sir. for stopping by, man. All right. So it's uh, the Texas Tech podcast, Tortillas and Takes. Go check them out. Whether you're a Texas Tech fan or not, I want you to at least, you know, here's what I always ask everybody. Give every new show in the podcast, in the, in the network, a try. Even if you're not a diehard Texas Tech fan, I think we do a great job of the shows that we have. I think they're all fantastic. All I ever ask is everybody try every show once, you know, and if it's not for you, it's not for you. I understand that. Um, that's cool. Got it. If we're not for you, <laughs> that's fine too. I understand it. It's cool. I don't listen to every podcast. I only have so much time in the day, but give every show a shot. You can find them all 
at 1012network.com, T-E-N, number 12, the word network. Uh, Chris will have that updated soon, as soon as I get him the link and the graphic, uh, but that should be up there probably within the next week or so. Yeah, I'm putting Chris on the clock. Speaking of, of good additions, mine I suggest that you add something under the tree this Christmas from Gridiron Metal that will make either yourself or someone on your holiday shopping list very, very happy. Of course, Gridiron Metal, where you can find collegiate branded grill grates and griddles for every grill with every Big 12 team available. You don't see your grill among those listed, the one that you own, you don't see it, don't worry. You can enter the dimensions for your grill, get a grill grate or griddle custom cut for you. They want to get you what you want. And if you have trouble with the, the tool they have on there, that I think is pretty easy to use, but I get it, technology, it can be fickle sometimes. Just shoot them a DM on Twitter. They will, they will happily message you. You can email them. They will help you out. They want to make sure that you get something that you love. Along with grill grates and griddles, Gridiron offers a variety of home decor items like flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, and can coolers, all in actual school colors, not the... I mean, it's it's blue. It's not West Virginia blue, but it is a, a navy color of some sorts. No, no, no. The school color. And of course, holidays are almost here, as I mentioned, under the tree. It's the place, perfect place to find some awesome awesome holiday gifts for the hard to shop for on your list. The diehard college sports fans on your list, you're going to find something for everyone. These are high quality, custom cut, made in the USA, and absolutely amazing. It's why we love having them as a sponsor here on the show as part of the 1012 Network as a whole. So right now, use the promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2. You're going to get 15% off your first order at gridironmetal.com. Use that promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2. Get 15% off your first order no shipping costs right now. No shipping. Free shipping no matter what you get, how much you spend. But get that order in. The holidays are been fast. The stuff is custom cut, so it's going to take a little bit of time. So if you want it under the tree, go and get it now. Gridiron Metalworks for the college super fam. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pit, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. All right, boys. Chris, welcome, sir. Happy to have you here tonight. Uh, we got to recap what happened last week. An amazing week. One of the best weeks. Honestly, the best weekend of the year. Of college football. I mean, we had so many good games, including the Big 12 with a, uh, an amazing nightcap of Bedlam that I was at, and I just keep uh, enjoying immensely. Uh, not only did I enjoy that win, uh, I also enjoyed my win. I was the winner last week, uh, the only one to finish above 500. Hooray for me. I went four and three. Hit on the under 52 and a half in Texas, Kansas State. Hit on Iowa State minus 14 and a half. Hit on under 52 and a half in Baylor, Texas Tech. And my dog of the week, Michigan State, pulled off the win. Missed on under 55 and a half in Kansas, West Virginia. Missed on under 50 and a half in Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Why I thought the under would hit. I was so sure. It's Bedlam. I should have known better. And missed on my BYU minus six and a half. They won, but not by enough. So I went four and three. It brings me to 50 and 43 and pushes my lead a little bit. Uh <coughs> Technically, Chris, you were finished in second place. You went 2-4 and won. We had our first tie, our first like draw of the season. Push. Yes, Push. Thank, there's the turn. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. tie because it's a betting thing. It's not two teams. This is why we have Daniel here so uh, he can help me when I stumble. Uh, 
hit on Iowa State minus 14 and a half, hit on Texas Tech plus 14 and a half, and you had Oklahoma State minus four, they won by four, there is that push. That didn't hurt you. It didn't help you, but it didn't hurt you. Uh, missed on Kansas State plus three. Missed on West Virginia minus 15 and a half. Missed on East Carolina plus 14 and a half. That one wasn't close. And missed on your dog Rutgers. That one wasn't close. Two, four, and one brings you to 46, 46, and one. Chris, how you feeling, man? Not the best week. Not the worst week. You know, I, I'm happy as an Oklahoma State fan. I, I'm not going to complain about this last four days, whatever many days it's been <laughs> since Saturday. It's been uh, interesting to say the least. I feel like a whole month has gone by since we last recorded in football news. Like it's just that much going on. Unbelievable. But as far as picks go, I don't know. The two games I felt the strongest about, I got the wins. The rest, I didn't really have a feeling. I was afraid of a letdown after the big week the week before. Yeah, saw it coming. What can I say? Yep, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, Daniel finishing in last place last week with a two and five week hit on under 52 and a half in Texas, Kansas State. Hit on Kansas plus 15 and a half. Missed on under 59 and a half in Iowa State TCU. Missed on Baylor minus 14 and a half. Missed on the under 50 and a half in Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Missed on South Carolina plus 11 and a half. That wasn't close. Missed in the, on the dog of the week, Oregon State. Two and five brings your total to 43 and 50 on the season. Daniel. I'm uh, I, I'm cutting checks to other podcasts. I'm limping across the finish line. I'm that guy who's trying to push his car in the right lane into a gas station that's like half a mile away. And I just, and I'm not even sitting in the seat, you know, where you're just like leaning into the window, trying to control the steering wheel. And it's just a total cluster. That's my, uh, that's my current season, right? now. I got two weeks to like make it respectable, but um, I feel like I'm going to be buying some beer and sending it to you, to you guys this year. So. Well, well at, uh, at least you've won a season. This is going to be Phillip's <laughs> second season to win. We got – hold up, hold up. We have 14 picks left this year. Well, 15 actually if we want to – well, six, okay. We have seven this week. We have seven picks this week. We're going to do all seven Big 12 teams and then we'll probably go back to our non-Big 12, and if you want to pick a dog, we'll do that. So that would be 16 picks left if we do it that way. we get got 16 picks. That's a lot of games to pick, so it's not like I've just blown everybody out of the water. It's a lot of games. This is still pretty close. Anything can happen at the end of this season because you guys know bowl games, yee. like championships scare me, but bowl games, woof. Those are who the heck knows what's going to happen in those games. Who knows? Well, may- maybe I'll catch a heater and make it interesting, but uh, I'm pushing that car in the the right lane just trying to get it to the gas station we'll just stay safe stay safe my friend please stay safe uh okay well you know what with that with all that said why don't we just hop in i was gonna say you and bob stoops <laughs> let's uh let's hop in let's just make some picks uh we're gonna go in chronological order as we do with the exception i have i have saved the big the the big 12 championship game for our second to last pick the way we're gonna do this this week we're gonna pick uh Six power or six conference championship games, the power five and the AAC, because the AAC championship game is between two future pick 12 teams. And then each of you is allowed to pick or the three of us will all pick one other of the four remaining championship games, whatever we want. Um, that would be for the, the Sun Belt, the Mountain West, uh, the Conference USA and the Mac. You can pick whatever you want from those four. You get one pick uh, that brings us our, to our, our seven pick total for this week. Everybody feel good about that? I'm in. All right, all right. Well, let's kick things off. Uh, on Friday night, 
Oregon going up against Utah. We got a rematch of a game from just a few weeks ago. Uh, Utah currently about a three, two and a half point favorite over under around 58. As the winner of last week, that means I have to go first. Um, I, you know, again, we, we played this game a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, in fact, uh, because I picked Oregon as my dog and they, uh, they pissed all over the rug. I think that's about the, the appropriate way of explaining that dog. Um, man, repeats, when you face a game team again, you, you almost have to throw what happened the first time out of the window, unless you've just got an obvious mismatch. But at, at two and a half, which I can get Utah at, like, that was a dominant performance Utah had against Oregon. There's nothing that makes me sit here and go, nah, Oregon's going to get it this time. Like, things are going to get turned around. Uh-uh. At two and a half, at le- under a field goal, I feel pretty good about saying, look, Utah dominated this game last time. I-, I-, I could see being a closer game and a repeat, but you're having a hard time selling me on Oregon, completely turning the tables on Utah this time. Utah's well-coached. Cam Rising has been a revelation for them at quarterback. This is a team that's continued to be on the rise. Uh, Oregon gets out for big games. They absolutely do. So I, I do feel like this will be closer than the last one. But at two and a half, I feel good. I will take Utah minus two and a half this week. Uh, Chris, what would you like, sir? You know, coming into all these picks cold. I'm just going to say that I planned to study beforehand, but uh, I was not able to. And currently my mother-in-law is locked out of her house and my wife is dealing with that as I take a break to record. So this is interesting. Okay. You know, I, I agree with you, Philip, for a lot of what you just said. Utah won that game decisively. There, there were no turnovers in that game. And Utah won 38-7. It wasn't like a fluke where they got a turnover here, changed the game, did something. You know, it was Utah won that game. And I do think it'll be a lot, lot closer. The spread being, did you say two? I, I mean, that's basically saying instead of like Utah's going to win and I don't see it happening or I mean, Oregon's going to win. I don't see it happening. It could back when we started doing the big 12 championship, I ran all the stats of all the rematches in season. And surprisingly when a team gets blown out, it has happened where the blow up, the reverse blowout happens. And more often than you would think actually, but I just don't see it happening here. I don't see, I'm going to go with Utah. I'm just going to go with Utah. I don't see it. Daniel. You know, this is called a rat line. That's the, that's the slang for this, a rat line, right? These two teams just played Utah blew the doors off Oregon. And now the, now the line is even shorter than it was last game. Last game, it was kind of a clean three. Uh, I think even there was, yeah, it was probably a clean three, maybe a three and a half or something popped out somewhere. And now it's a two and a half or, or like a, you know, minus three plus 100. Like, excuse me, how does that work? <sighs> Look, I, I got to catch up with both of you guys. This seems like a rat line to me. You're both on Utah. Give me Oregon. Makes That line makes no sense. Nothing at all. Nothing about that makes any sense. Now, Are you see, kidding me? Now I hate you because – Oh, that's a really good point about the line. Like, right? It's yeah. like two weeks ago they played and it was minus three or, you know, like a minus 115 or minus 120, minus three. And then Utah goes and covers the spread, blows them out, looks amazing. And bookmakers like, oh, they're going to play again two weeks later. Yeah, look- the line's even shorter. What? Yeah. Th- Rat line. 
I yeah. Oregon plus three. Ooh. So rat. When you say rat line, explain rat line. What what is? What is ah, that, just what like it's just, it's just that's fishy, right? Like okay, well, okay. That, that that's a fishy line. Like that that doesn't make any sense at all. Okay, so fair enough. Let me. Uh, so just in 2017, for example, Georgia Auburn, right? Auburn won the first matchup by 23, and then in the SEC title game, Georgia beat them by 21. How far apart were those games? Because I do think that. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't have that. I just pulled up where I, I had been tracking this okay. before. But, I mean, it can happen. Oh, I'm, Oregon's I get a it. decent team. I, I feel like that would be more likely to happen when the games were further apart than when it was literally two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, like, I want to change can, it. I, I, don't, I don't know. I want to flip my pick. No. You want Oregon, you want Oregon no. plus three? You can't flip this. I can buy as many. <laughs> I go to no, as many you, casinos you as cannot, I want and buy as many lines as I want. You cannot flip your pick. Absolutely not. This is not after you've heard my selection. Philip, no. Philip has flipped a pick already this year. No, not at this Philip point. This we're, we're, we've gone to it. We're, we're now at a juncture where there's no more flipping picks. You can't hear <laughs> my pick and then say, oh, I'm changing. My right, what did, what did no, Philip do? No way. No, okay. Well, I don't was, remember flipping my pick. Yeah, you did. I mean, you've changed it because you were wavering and then you went back and changed it. Um, not, not at this point. This point, no. No way. All right, you're probably saving me anyway. Then, yeah. All right, all right. Let's just let's move on. Uh, we're gonna move on to the SEC know, game. It's I don't know how one. arguing that I want to take the pick of the guy in last place is hurting me, but it's okay. Uh, the SEC game is a big one. It's one that uh, Oklahoma State fans, I think, especially if they can get the win, will be paying very close attention to. You need Georgia to win soundly. Uh, Georgia currently six and a half point favorite. Over under of forty nine and a half. Chris. What would you like, sir? No idea. Oh, <laughs> that's not an option. Uh, it's a big number, I think, for that game. That's. The, I mean, obviously, I do think Georgia's the better team here. Alabama, they're human. But anybody can get up for a game, especially a team as good as Alabama. And everybody's been telling Alabama about how they're they don't stand a chance in this game. Everybody's been telling them that Georgia's going to win this game. And it's a really dangerous team to tell that to. It's really bad for Oklahoma State and Cincinnati if Bama wins this. Oh, it's it's real bad. Real bad. Oh, man. But as big as the number is, what's the number right now? Six and a half. I put pretty much six yeah. and a half across the board. So this is... Efficiency stats actually has this as the second uh, highest margin between the championship games. As I see Georgia about 11 and a half point favorite. I'm going to believe in that. I do think that the hype of the game, Alabama being counted out, but Georgia is going to be pretty hype as well to make the playoff. Get one on Alabama. I'm going to go ahead and take Georgia. Uh, Daniel, what would you like, sir? No, you can't take Georgia. You just turned my pick. <laughs> um, this total surprised me a little bit. Um, open to 51 and a half has been bet down to 50, even some 49 and a half right now. Heritage, I think is a 49. I see a ton of 49 and a half. This is to me, I look at this game and this feels like an over at that number. Um, 
Alabama is going to be forced to pass here, but Alabama has the horses to, to, to make that happen. I mean, Bryce young is capable at least obviously Georgia's D uh, I mean, duh, super obvious statement, elite best in the country level. Um, you know, top one, two that we're talking here, but Alabama's only path to success that I can see is airing the ball out, sending this thing deep passes over 12, 15 yards, chunk plays. And I don't, this doesn't seem like this is going to be like three yards in a cloud of dust for both teams going back and forth. And, you know, it's a, it's a 17, 14 fine or something like that. This feels like both teams kind of get into the, the mid or high twenties. Someone's even going to break 30 points here. It's going to be a contested game. So uh, this is an over to me. George is going to be able to have success against Bama's defense. Um, and Bama is going to be forced to air it out. 49 and a half points. Okay. Uh, piggybacking off of that, you know, uh, Shouts to Parker, our good friend, Stats of War on Twitter, uh, creator of CFBGraphs.com or CFB-Graphs.com. Uh, looking at EPA on offense, Georgia is fifth in the country. Like Alabama's third, Georgia's fifth. So everybody talks about the Georgia defense and how great it is, and it is. It's stellar. But like their offense is good. The Georgia offense is a good offense. It's a very efficient offense. It's not like they're they're winning every game and they can't score. Like forget the season opener against Clemson. Like Georgia's putting up points. They're they're dominating teams. They win these games by double digits. Part of it is they don't let anybody score, but they 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 score points. It's an efficient offense. I think I'm with you, Daniel. Like I, this total feels a little low. Like I, I know Bama couldn't score a touchdown until the last drive of the game against Auburn and LSU really kind of stymied them. But I I kind of feel like this is gonna be one of those games where. I, Alabama's going to put some points up and Georgia's going to have to as well. Like I, I don't love the six and a half line. Like I, I would like Georgia to win by 10. Like it benefits as Cincinnati and Oklahoma state. If they, those teams could both win on, uh, on Saturday to have Georgia win by double digits, because then the whole, like Alabama barely lost in overtime. And so that oh, it's the best two loss team of all time. We got to put them in the playoff anyway. Nonsense can just, like a, a fart in the breeze. So I, hope I mean, people wins would say minutes. that, but the committee, if, if Alabama loses, they're out. I mean, people will I, argue. I, it, I wholeheartedly believe so. I wholeheartedly believe so. I believe, and I believe they lost the ability to make the argument that they deserve to with two losses. The way they have played the last few weeks, you go four overtimes with a six and six Auburn team. It wasn't a great Auburn team. It was six and six Auburn team. It takes you four out four overtimes and a, thank goodness. We finally got one drive at the very end of the game to deplete, to beat Auburn. Like this isn't, it's a good Alabama team. It's just not like last year's Alabama team, which was like the greatest Alabama team of all time or something. So I think the over feels about right. I'm going to ride on that one with you, Daniel. Um, and we can move on from there. All right. Uh, a game where I'll be playing a lot of very close attention to as well. Cincinnati and Houston. Cincinnati currently sitting uh, fourth in the playoff rankings, undefeated, trying to cap an undefeated season, get to the playoff uh, before they get to the Big 12 here in uh, another two years. I'm pumped for this one. I cannot wait to watch Cincinnati 10 and a half point favorite over under at 52 and a half. Daniel, sir, what would you like here? I've been sort of fading Cincinnati. Oh, I just don't buy it. And I know, I know that's sort of the cool thing to do is say Cincinnati hasn't played anybody this, you know, they can only 
only performing it's who they're scheduled against. But it's true. I mean, dude, we're talking about like their schedule is like the 104th toughest schedule. I mean, some not literally that number, but it's something like that. It's like, come on. Uh, when the playoffs first started, whatever year the playoffs first happened, Marshall was in a similar situation. Marshall just absolutely buzzsawed everybody, won every game by 40, 50, hired a publicist to sort of get them some pub to get them into the top four or five conversation. And the committee was like, no way, you haven't played anybody. I sort of don't get, I mean, maybe it's because Cincinnati played so well last year in the bowl game and they're sort of tying two really good seasons together. I don't understand the love for him. 10 points. Uh, I've already bet the under, by the way. I bet under 54 a few days ago. Uh, but I'm going to be taking Houston. I, I see some a 10 and a half at Circa. Jazz mm-hmm. also has a mm-hmm. 10 and a half. Oh, bet US. I'm taking that 10 and a half. I think Houston might win this game. And it might be one of those like Houston comes out and, and it's going to be a good game, but Houston comes out and like scores the first 10 or 14 points or something. And everyone says, what's going on here? Houston plus 10 and a half all the way. Let's keep that Bearcat fade going. This game makes me nervous because arguably Houston is the best. The team playing the best that Cincinnati has faced since they went up against Notre Dame. Pete Notre Dame on the road by all the way back in week, what, four or five? I forget about the bye week stuff. And that was a good win. Cincinnati opened, started the season 5-0 and against the spread. They went 0-4. And they've covered the last two. They beat SMU soundly, beat East Carolina soundly. They, they kind of seem to have turned the switch back on as the season has gotten late. But Houston, I think, is really good. I do think this is a good Houston team. I think if they hadn't choked away that, that game against Texas Tech to open the season, like we'd be having a heck of a game and a conversation between two teams that might be – I mean, I don't think Houston would be in the playoff ranking because they're, they're not they – they don't have a Notre Dame win. Right, they don't they don't have a win over a top seven opponent to hang their hat on. But we'd be having a this would be a game between two really good teams. And I mean, let's talk about this. Houston has now won eleven straight games. They have not lost since that opener to Texas Tech. This is a good Houston team. This game makes me nervous. The line makes me nervous. They're two good offenses. Cincinnati's offense is ranked fourth in EPA. Houston's is ranked 38. On defense, Cincinnati's ranked 5th. It's a good defense. Uh, Houston's ranked ninth. These are two teams that are playing incredibly well on defense. Doug Belk, the defensive coordinator for Houston, I hope Dana can hang on to him because, man, he might get a big boy job soon. It would not shock me. I like the under in this game. I, I see a... All right, but now I'm going to have to ask for a ruling here because it's pretty much 52, 52.5 across the board. I see a 53.5 at WinBet. I need to know, Daniel, is that... Uh, WinBet's real. There's there's such a slow... There's plenty of 53s out there. I see some 53s, but that one's got a 53.5, which is why I'm asking. It's the if, only if, one I see. If Win... If, <laughs> oh, sorry, boys. It's all my right. Dog, no, my doesn't like that 53 and a half you're asking about. <laughs> it's telling me win bets. Uh, no, win bets a little slow. If win bets the last book on earth hanging that 53 and a half, it's fake. Okay. Well, I do see 53s at uh, DraftKings and point bet. And so I'm going to I'm gonna take the under 53 if you guys are okay with that number as well. So I, I do think this will be a lower scoring game. 
I do think it's going to be a good game, a close game. I don't feel good about about the the line there, so I will take the under 53. Uh, Chris, what would you like, sir? You know, it's a dangerous game for all the reasons you guys have said. Houston basically goes in this, gets to play spoiler, not a whole lot to lose. Cincinnati might come in a little tight. But I do like that this is in Cincinnati, right? The game? You know, I don't know. Every time we think they're going to be tested, SMU, ECU, they have passed these tests with flying colors and made us wonder why we even question them at all. And I just think that that might continue. The line itself is kind of big, though. Efficiency has it as 12th game in Cincinnati's favor. I really like this business in Cincinnati. I, I think they might just show out and just the, that crowd is really going to push them. I like Cincinnati. Uh, yes, you are correct. This, uh, this game is played in Cincinnati. Um, so, all right. We got, we got, oh, everybody's got something different. We got a Houston, a Cincy, and under 53. Very exciting. Very exciting. Lots of very different things. Speaking of very different things, Home Field Apparel. With more than 100 schools available to you of the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you will find anywhere. Now, I know you missed the Black Friday sale. Really sorry about that. We tried to tell you about it. We warned you. It's over now. No more 20%. But that doesn't mean you cannot save on the most comfortable t-shirts, sweaters, and hoodies and joggers imaginable and amazing vintage college logos from schools in the Big 12 like Texas, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Baylor, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State, future Big 12 schools, Houston, UCF, and BYU. I'm really curious how uh, who will get the home field magic between Baylor and Oklahoma State. Huh? Houston's got the home field magic for the AAC tournament or championship game. Cincinnati's not on there, Cincy. Mm-hmm. Go to homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, for 15% off your first order. All orders of $100 or more get free shipping. By the way, they have gift cards. You know, you can you can order a gift card if you'd like to give that for somebody. Maybe you know one shirt that they would love. You're like, man, I want to get them a couple more things, but I just don't know what to get them. Maybe I want to wait till January when the uh, very exclusive Michigan and Tulane joggers are going to come out. If there's Green Wave joggers... Folks, I got I got I'm gonna buy me some Green Wave joggers because that sounds freaking amazing. Because those are the two teams that had the most sales during the Black Friday sale was Michigan and Tulane. Both are getting joggers. That will be limited edition. I got to get me a pair of those. I've heard the joggers are amazingly comfortable. So go to homefieldapparel.com, promo code network 12, 15% off your first order, and be rocking the most comfortable college vintage sports apparel possible, or be gifting it this holiday season. season is finally here big 12 fans and for your home for men's and women's basketball come to midwest madness we are doing game coverages going over game analysis different rankings of teams and consistently looking at the best matchups in the conference you're not going to want to miss out on all the amazing basketball coverage we have so go check out midwest madness available wherever you listen to podcasts Okay, moving on down the line, the ACC tournament. Uh, no impact on the playoff whatsoever. But, I mean, I don't care. If I had told you before the season started, the ACC tournament would include Wake Forest and Pitt, you probably would have called me a madman. But here we sit, 
Pittsburgh and Wake Forest at night. I want to watch this. This is going to be awesome. I'm pumped for both of these teams. It's very Big 12-ish in the idea of like two teams you don't normally get to see playing each other in a, in a conference tournament game, championship game. This is awesome. Pitt, currently a three-point favorite over under. I see kind of all over the number. I see a 72, I see a 71 and a half, and a 71. Uh, it's my turn to go first here. Pitt's been the better team. They have. Pitt has been the better team. Uh, and Wake Forest defense has been hit and miss. Um, and, and I literally mean like sometimes they hit guys and sometimes they completely miss them. Um, but that offense, whew, that offense is, is so good. That offense is so good. I hate this line because it's, 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 I, I, it's too close. It's too close for me. It really is. Um, Pitt's got a good D. They do. Um, I'm trying to find it. Here we go. Uh, Pittsburgh's defense based off EPA ratings uh, is currently ranked 15th. 15th. That is a good defense. It really, really is. Wake Forest is 70th, in case you were curious. It's not as good. It's just, it's really not. Um, their offense is ranked 7th. Pittsburgh's offense is ranked 20th. That's not bad. It's not bad. Um, man, that is a, I know it's a high number. I know it's a high number. I know it's a high number. What is the lowest I can get it? Mm, let's see. I see a 71 at Vet MGM. I see a 71 at Circa. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm taking the total here and I'm taking the over. I'm taking over 71 in this game. I do think Pitt's defense will play okay, but I think Wake Forest offense is that good. I don't trust Wake Forest's defense to stop a lot of things, uh, Pitt a lot. Uh, Kenny Pickett's pretty dang good quarterback for Pitt. I think this is a high-scoring affair. I think it is by far the highest-scoring affair of the weekend as far as the games we are picking here between the Power 5 teams and the AAC. I'm taking over 71. Chris? Yeah, this is a game I don't have a real strong opinion about. Mostly because it doesn't matter. It does. <laughs> All games matter. Don't be that guy. Don't be that way. That's true, I guess. Okay. This is the fu- this is what college no, football actually, is supposed to be about, not just Clemson winning everything. Okay. For sure. I I think a lot of people are going to be with it. And I like Wake Forest. I think I like Wake Forest. I'm going to take them to not only cover the three, get the win Mm. uh yeah it's pretty much a three across the board so wake plus three very nice daniel Uh, i'm not i'm just come right out and say i'm gonna take the under and i'm not doing it just to be opposite of you philip okay i know i've got to make up a lot of ground (laughs) i gotta get this car with a dead battery on the side of the road i gotta get it running and make this respectable oh look this thing was uh, this was up at seventy four. It took some steam there. Uh, it took steam again at seventy two and a half. That dropped the whole market to sort of a 71, 71 and a half. More of the tickets coming in are on the over. So it's like, why why do we have these two big moves that are moving the line down when more people are betting the over? Uh, we have two teams, uh, both of them averaging like forty something points a game, 41, 42 points a game. Uh, both are D's giving up like almost 30 points a game. It's like every single thing about this points to the over. 
So like would, would the, I don't know, again, it's like would books really just make it that easy. Like would they give you some low line uh, to just let every Joe P go cash it? I don't know. You know, it's a, it's a 50, 50 proposition, but I feel like this is the kind of situation where it's going to go under. If Pitt can just contain when I say contain, I mean like, you know, hold wake into the low thirties, high twenties. If Pitt can keep it there, Pickett's a good enough cue uh, to move the sticks to help them keep some drives going. That'll be just enough to keep this game going under. I see this thing probably ending around like 66, 67, something like that. So um, yeah, I mean, books are telling you it's going to be 37, 34. I think Pitt's going to be able to do just enough and run just enough clock where this thing ends like 35, 31, 37, 30, something like that. All right. Very cool. All right. Uh, Big 10, speaking of games that don't matter, and I'm not, I don't mean from a playoff standpoint, I just, it's the Big 10. Uh, Can you sorry. just tell me all games matter? I'm, I was, <laughs> I'm making a joke about the Big 10. You were making a mean statement about the AAC or the ACC. AAC, however you want to treat it. Uh, Michigan and Iowa. Well, that's not accurate. Fix your stuff. Uh, Michigan, 10 and a half, 11 point favorite. Uh, over under around 43 and a half. Chris, you're up. Michigan is kind of here with the Oklahoma State. Coming off a big win. The difference here, and I'm going to allude to my pick coming up, but the difference here is that I believe Ohio State is probably the better team. If you if we ran that back, you know, 10, 20 times, I think Ohio State comes out the majority of the time. Slight majority, but majority. I I expect a letdown here. It's a big spread. That's a big number. I think Michigan wins, but it's close. It's going to take Iowa. I see 11, so Iowa plus 11. All right, Daniel? There's another line that is really, really interesting to me. Uh, Chris, like you just said, it's a big number. We have uh, a, a conference road dog, a neutral site conference dog, getting 11 points on a total of 43 and a half. If this was like a week three or a week four game, I would have been betting Iowa at the open. Like the second these lines opened, I would have been trying to grab that 11 as fast as I could. It's... It's very telling to me that these 11s weren't gobbled up right away. Like, huh? Really? Like, if those 11s had value to sharp betters uh, and people working this, you know, uh, people working numbers for this game, those 11s would be on the second the lines were posted. Uh, and certainly at this point in the week, they'd be at 10 and a half or 10 or even nine and a half if there was value on Iowa. My raw number has this uh, Michigan closer to like 13 and a half, 14. I'm going to take Michigan in this spot. I don't know if you're going to allow me the 10 and a halfs that are out there. There's not that many. I'm fine if we just say no, 11. Bet MGM's okay. got one. Okay, cool. Because um, I know it's about 50-50. So uh, I'm going to take that 10 and a half. And this really just comes down to, look, I, I, I don't love Michigan. I really don't like Iowa. 
they were a fun fade of the week that Purdue just came out and blasted them when Iowa got up to like number two in the country. But that was so stupid. Anyway, I don't love either team, but it's such a telling signal that this line is still sitting at 11, allowing Iowa backers to get that number. It makes absolutely no sense. Michigan, you know, 17, 21 point win coming up. Give it to me. Iowa built their early season success on being able to force a ton of turnovers. And while you can be good at turnovers, that's a hard thing to sustain. Iowa is here because Wisconsin also wasn't as good as they seemed for a while and dropped the game to Minnesota. I think Michigan's good. I like Michigan. I, I don't I don't buy the Ohio State was better than them stuff. Like I think if you play that game 10 times, I think Michigan wins more of them than Ohio State does. I think Michigan was a better team this year. I think they're a better team. And honestly, with Michigan, like, you go back, their only loss is that Michigan State game that they should not have lost. Like, they were the better team than Michigan State on that day. And Michigan State, or in that game, and Michigan State just found a way at the end of the game to get the win. Like, I, I think this is a good Michigan team. That is a big line. And I do think Iowa defensively is good. This will probably be a lower scoring game. And, and, that's why the whole the line with the total being at, at 43 concerns me. I do think this is a lower scoring affair, but man, I am... 10.5 is a lot, but I, I think Michigan is the better team. I think Michigan wins this game. I, I, do, see how, I do not see Iowa winning this game. Um, I'll take Michigan minus 10.5. I don't love it, but I, I, I do think that's the right side to be on. Now, luckily, we don't put real money on this because I'm not an actually betting man. Um, Daniel, you're so much smarter and better at this than I am. I don't like if I had to put real money on this, I'd, I would literally like stress myself out about each single pick because I'd have real money on it. That's why I like to do this for fun, not real stakes. Um, but one thing I do feel like I'm pretty good at is is figuring out which teams will have success. Uh, and I've been able to make some money off that with with shares of Kansas, Kansas State, and Baylor on our Wonderful partners at Simple. Simple, of course, is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. You can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins or the team you own a share of wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Simple to buy low and sell high. It's, you know, like stocks, it's a thing to do. Uh, and earn cash payouts every time the teams you have share of, shares of win. Uh, simple.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com. I want you to go there, create a free account, when you make your deposit, your first deposit, use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, for a money-back guarantee. So what that means is, to all listeners of this show and all listeners of the network, you make your first deposit up to $500. If you lose money, don't like it, don't want to do it anymore, within the first 90 days, they'll give you all of your money back. Full refund within 90 days, up to $500 of your initial deposit. It's an awesome deal. It's an awesome opportunity to try something risk-free. I love it. It's a ton of fun. I am enjoying it. I cannot wait for next year when they get to add basketball and Premier League and for me to continue to buy new shares of new teams. I love the shares I have. It's been awesome. I love having them as a sponsor. So if it sounds like something you want to give a shot to, again, this is up to $500. That doesn't mean it's been 500 bucks. You can spend 50 bucks. And if in 90 days you lose money, you don't like it, you want out, let them know, and they'll give you a full refund 
of your initial deposit. So use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, for a money-back guarantee at Symbol.com to start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. Welcome one, welcome all. And yes, I want you to be listening to the Tortillas and Tanks podcast presented by 1012 Network. If you are a fan that is of a team that has 12 wins, going to the national championships every year, that just loves to talk about all the success that your program has had, well, then you're probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you are a fan that just likes to really be in it every week, and, and really have a real good shot at winning it, you're also probably not a Texas Tech fan. However, if you have really high highs and really low lows and really drink quite a bit, you might be a Texas Tech fan. So come along and party with us here at Tortillas and Takes. We're going to sit back, crack open a cold one, eat some tortillas, and, and as always, we're going to stay wrecked, people. All right, last two picks. The one that matters the most to us as a Big 12 podcast. Big 12 Championship game featuring, mm, nope, no Oklahoma in this one this year. They are not here. Uh, They're looking for a new head coach, and the OU fans have lost their ever-loving minds. We won't rain on OU's parade. There's no need to. It's it's already soaking wet. Oklahoma State against Baylor. I am. I know we are all psyched for this one. OSU with a lot on the line. Baylor looking to play spoiler and get themselves a Big 12 title. Oklahoma State currently about a five and a half point favorite over under at 46 and a half. Uh, Daniel, you are first up, sir. What a tough one. This line and total are spot on for me. Um, you know, there's not a lot of value in the number. I guess it should be stated the few times Baylor has touched six uh, since these lines opened. Uh, Sharps have bet it pretty quickly puts the number back to sort of a five and a half or five, but it's just stayed right there. What a tough, tough game to cap. You know, maybe your only angle is it really felt like Baylor sort of was looking ahead last week and doing just enough to saying, okay, we've got to win, but let's just get this win and get out of here. Um, it felt like an emotional game for Oklahoma State. I know that they were in no matter what, but you got to give them and Gundy credit for, uh, you know, for the game they played. There was some big miscues, right? The, uh, the fumbled uh, punt for the touchdown, but that team just hung right in there. This is tough. I'm going to go with Baylor at five and a half points only because the only sharp movement at all that we're getting this week is when that thing moves to six. So it's like this game lands on six. God, I'll be so pissed. I'll be mad at you, Philip, because you're in first place. Um, Baylor five and a half. I think Oklahoma wore the heart on the sleeve for the game last week. Baylor's focused. I think Oklahoma state's going to win this game, but this feels like a, a 23, 20, 24, 21 situation. Baylor points. Um, you know, if you look at it against the spread records, Oklahoma State has has covered. They've, they've covered the uh, the spread. I got the one. I can't think of the terminology right now. So forgive me. I'm I'm really sorry. Uh, they won the nine straight and had a push last week against Oklahoma. Right. Uh, that brings their grand total to uh, nine, two and one against the spread this season. Baylor is eight and four this season. Against the spread, 
These are two teams that cover a lot. So I, that doesn't help me. Um, so what does? What what do I feel like is the right side here? That total, I believe, last time these two teams played, Oklahoma State won 24-14. Okay, These two teams, I think, are better now than they were then. Uh, now, I have real concerns with Baylor because of Blake Shapin playing. You've got a, a freshman backup who had a, a, a nice start against Texas Tech and is now going against the Oklahoma State defense. We've seen many, multiple times now this season, young freshman backup having his first start looking good against an opponent and then having to go up against Oklahoma State the next week and not looking nearly as solid. Um, I'm taking the over. I get the at 46 and a half. I think the over hits here. I think it won't be a high scoring affair, but I think this one gets into the low fifties. Like I, I do think this is a, like a 52 point total sort of thing, not 46, 46 feels too low. Um, so I am going to take the over 46 and a half. I think Oklahoma state wins this game. Um, I'm not going to put money on that because I I would refuse to do that. I'm not going to bet on that. Um, I do think Oklahoma State wins this game. I do think Baylor is very good and will have some things for Oklahoma State that they did not see and have not seen. Um, But I think the way Jim Knowles is coaching this defense, folks, Oklahoma State gifted, gifted Oklahoma 16 points last week. An interception right before the half that OU is able to punch in, a safety, and a fumble on a on a punt that OSU or the OU recovers in the end zone for a touchdown. Sixteen points that Oklahoma State gifted Oklahoma, and Oklahoma State was over to overcome that nine point deficit and get the win. That defense in the second half for Oklahoma State pitched in a shutout. The OU offense did not score a point in the second half of that game last week. Jim Knowles has this defense humming. He's got them playing their best. I think Oklahoma State wins this game. I really do. Um, but I could also see it being a four-point game. So I am going to take the over. Chris? Yeah, this is, uh, this is a good one. You started off the segment by talking about OU and their struggles over the last few days. They did get some good news, some breaking news while we're recording this. Notre Dame has found their head coach, and it is not fickle. They uh, they're promoting the OU's head coach either, but yeah. So I I mean, who's to say right now? A lot of stuff flying around. I really don't think it's going to be Brent Venables. I think Figgles at the top of the list right now. If he's interested, we'll see. That's all I can say on that. But the fact that he did not go to Notre Dame, which he was kind of the favorite for, is is big for the Sooners right now. A lot can change, but right now, that's that's doing okay. Back to the game at hand. Man, oh, I hate rematches. I would have been more worried if it was Oklahoma in a rematch. But like you pointed out, literally everything went wrong in the third quarter. Everything went wrong in the third quarter. It was just a nine-point game at the end of it, and Oklahoma State came back and got the win. This is a really good Oklahoma State team peaking at the right time. I'm concerned about the, the hangover. And I do think Bohannon might play. Uh, last, I, I believe he was practicing on Monday. How that went, I don't know. If he's going to be 100% doubtful. But if he's able to play, he's going to play. 
This game worries me a lot, but this doesn't come around very often, about once a decade, it seems like. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride with the Cowboys. Ride or dive with the pokes. Uh, let's see. Five and a half, five and a half, five and a half. Looking for, a, I've got a five at Circa and a five at Winbet. Money line, I'll take it. If Circa's got it, it's that's a real line. Okay. That's yeah, a real line. That's good. Congra- yeah. Congratulations. Minus five. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I want. Five and a half. Okay. Very good. All right. Last one, boys. Uh, there's four other conference championship games going on this weekend. Uh, conference USA, Sunbelt, MAC, and uh, Mountain West. We each get to pick one that we won, whatever we feel most comfortable in. Doesn't matter if there's overlap. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We're all good. Uh, I believe it is my turn to go first here. Whoo, man. Uh, ooh, let's see what we got here. We got in the Sun Belt. We got App State versus Louisiana Lafayette. App State's stupid. Mm. Uh, let's see. Mountain West, San Diego State, a six-point favorite over Utah State. Oof, I love Blake Anderson at Utah State. Somebody at a Power Five school just say, you know what? We're fine if we're never going to make the playoff, but we'd like to be consistently good every single year. Let's go hire Blake Anderson. Seems like a good idea. Uh, we get the MAC. We get the MAC. Kent State, Northern Illinois. Well, that's an interesting one. Uh, but I'm going to go to Conference USA. Western Kentucky, a three-point favorite against UTSA. UTSA's perfect season came to an end last week against North Texas, who's just seemed to figure some things out. Uh, these two teams played before Western Kentucky was favored then, and I took San- UTSA to pull off the upset, and they did. Uh, that was a wild game. I watched Every minute of that second half, it was awesome. It was incredible. There was no defense played. It felt like a Oklahoma-Texas Tech game back in the day. Western Kentucky is a three-point favorite. I have ridden hard for UTSA all season. They've been one of my favorite teams. I pulled them as upset picks, and it has worked for me twice. But I'm going to be honest here. I think Western Kentucky is clicking. I think UTSA is still good. I'm not going to overreact to the blowout loss to North Texas, but I think Western Kentucky is clicking. I think Bailey Zappi is really dang good. This team started off like one and four and then ripped off like seven straight wins. Western Kentucky is a three-point favorite. I cannot believe I'm going against my beloved Roadrunners, but I am. I am going to take Western Kentucky to win and cover the three points in the Conference USA Championship game. Chris? Yeah. This is, uh, I don't know where I'm going to go. I was looking at these. Is it, <laughs> like I said, I came in pretty cold to this, uh, to this episode. Hey, we can, we can, we can let him keep going. I got some. All right. Go ahead, Daniel. Go on, yeah, Daniel. I'll, I'll bail you out here. Thank you. Oh, man. There's, there's one I love. There, there's a, there's a total on the board. I feel like I've been betting this team's unders since. 1972 <laughs> San Diego state. They are, uh, I think points per play, uh, defensively. They're like a top five team in the country. Utah state has had a great season, absolutely an overachieving season. Um, this, 
This is a situation where San Diego State is almost a touchdown favorite. This is right in the wheelhouse that works perfectly for them. You have a total in the high 40s, low 50s. San Diego State's going to be a favorite. You're going to see these teams score in the first half. Once San Diego State is going to be able to get any sort of lead, sort of in the 7 to 10 point range in the second half, this team turns into an absolute bow constrictor. Uh, their second half under, like if you just bet San Diego State's second half under blind in the last probably 10 or 15 years, you're probably up 20 units or something like that, 22 units. It's crazy. Uh, absolutely boa constrictor style that they continue to this season. Love betting their unders and I'm coming back and I'm taking it again in the conference championship. This was at 51 and a half. It's now down to 50 uh, across the market. I think it's probably going to be 49 and a half or 49 by kick. So give me 50 right now. San Diego State as a favorite. This is their spot. Boa Constrictor under. Cash it for me. Uh, I can actually get you a 50 and a half at Circa. You're a good dude. Look at you. Even with the lead, you're still doing still doing charity for me. I was, I, you know what? I gotta treat I treat you guys right. That's my job. Lead or no, I gotta I gotta do the what's in the best interest of all of us. Uh, all right, Chris. He gave you a break. He gave you a mulligan. What's it going to be? All right. I was actually looking at that game, but I think I'm going to go to Appalachian State, Louisiana, Lafayette, Raging Cajuns. It's no Lafayette. It's just Louisiana. They dropped the Lafayette. I don't know why the Vegas Insider side still got Lafayette on there. They don't do the Lafayette. Well, I Not still Lala. say Lafayette. Well, then they would ULL, run you baby. out. They would run you out on a rail. Not okay, ULM. So Louisiana. Who said Monroe? No one said Monroe. No, I, I said ULL, said, baby. Oh, you said ULL. Okay. Okay. So, Louisiana. There you go. And Appalachian State. I'm actually going to take this. I'm going to pull a power move. This is going to be my non-pick and my upset pick because I'm going to take Louisiana. There's no upset pick. Well, I'm making this an upset pick. They're an underdog, so I get both. Okay. All right. I'm taking two. I'm doubling up. I'll get two points for this win. Give me Louisiana. Uh, let's see. Louisiana plus three. And you only get one point if you get it right. Them's the rules. Uh, I'll take it on the money line for two points. Uh, no. Uh, Louisiana plus three. Very good. All right, guys. We only got one week, one week of this left. We only got bowl games left to do. I'm a little, I'm a little sad. We're going to figure out what we can do during basketball season. But, uh, this has been a ton of fun. I really enjoyed this. Uh, I am, guys. Thank you so much. We got one more week, so I'm not going to get overly emotional as of yet because it's it's not time to do that. We'll save the waterworks for uh, for uh, once we know what the bowl games and the bowl matchups are. Uh, so everybody, do me a favor. Go follow our good friend Daniel on Twitter at Danner V Seven D A N N E R V seven and if you want some some betting advice he's got it there or they've got an amazing slack chat you can be a part of and join him and some other people uh, who love to talk betting uh don't forget to follow chris not at his personal one he doesn't ever use it you want to follow at the underscore lgg that is of course for the land grant gauntlet our partners uh which also happens to house 1012 network.com t-e-n the number 12 the word network.com where you can find links to every show in the 1012 network including Okay, we'll be up within a short period. Tortillas and Takes, our new Texas Tech show. Thanks again to Alpita coming on. Uh, give every show a try. Uh, if you are a fan of this show, do us a favor, please. Uh, my Christmas wish from you 
is to leave us a rating and a review. Five stars, please, and a review. I will read them on the show. Yes, I owe one from October that I have not read yet. I can always remember uh, until I get to this point. Uh, and it takes way too long to get into iTunes to find it, to do it. So I'm not going to sit here and drag this on trying to do it tonight. So uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter as well, at 1012 Network. Check out every show in the network. We'll be back on Monday with Jamie, with Andy, to recap this weekend, talk about the playoff rankings because they'll be up Sunday afternoon, and uh, probably talk about some bowl destinations for some teams. We've got a 2022 Big 12 football schedule that's out. We'll talk about that then as well. So we will talk to you then. Podcast Network.